0: Lose the Cape Podcast, episode 102. Is this summer flying by or what, moms? I don't know. It seems to be going so fast. I can't believe it is already July 27th. I was supposed to have published this episode yesterday on Wednesday, July 26th, but uh, due to family stuff happening and other things that didn't happen on time. And it's summertime. So we all owe ourselves a little bit of a break, right? If we're home or have kids home and all that good stuff. Anyway, um so I was looking at one of my sales pages as I was trying to figure out what all I'm going to continue launching and all that jazz that we do as as entrepreneurs. And I was like, man, this is so well written. It's really surprising. And I was like, I didn't do this, did I? And I recalled the fact that I had hired a copywriter to help me with that sales page. And I think it's great that Tara Bossler is one of our sponsors this month, because it tied in so perfectly. I again, was looking over this sales page thinking, this is really good stuff. I mean, If I'd spent hours and hours and days and weeks, I probably could have eventually come to the same thing, but the thing is, if you are trying to launch a product, trying to sell something, and the sales page copy can just be a real bear, you know your product in and out, and it's really hard sometimes to come up with just the right words that will actually uh, um, intrigue people to want to click on it to find more. So um, one of our sponsors this month is Tara Bossler. She's a freelance writer and a copywriter, and she does amazing work on sales pages. I've hired her several times. I would hire her again in a heartbeat when I need her help, and I would encourage you to check her out too. You can find out more about her at LoseTheCape.com forward slash Tara. And check out her um, different packages and pricing and products that she has. There's something for every price range and every person. And trust me, when you read over your sales page later, you will be so happy that you did that. All right, today we are talking to Mallory Slaba, which I just totally uh, br- brutalized her name in the actual interview. But it's a very fun um enlightening interview with lots of good tips on um, business and productivity and keeping things together and all that great stuff from another mompreneur. So stay tuned. Listen up. You can find all of the show notes at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 102. Have a great day. Hey boss ladies, I'm Alexa Bigworth and I'm the founder of Cat Biggie Press and Write Publish Sell. I help women fulfill their book writing dreams through author coaching and publishing support. You can find out more at writepublishsell.co.
1: Hey y'all, I'm Aubrey Mathis, owner and founder of Today May Suck, a comfort gift company providing gifts for your peeps going through the suckiest of times. You can find me at www.todaymaysuck.com or join my Facebook group, at facebook.com slash groups slash Today May Suck Comfort Corner. Have a happy day.
0: Together, we bring you real talk from life-experienced women, celebrating, empowering, and encouraging the woman behind the kids, the marriage, and the business. We know that you don't have to be super mom to be a super mom, so join us and lose the cape. Good morning, Mallory. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. Welcome to the show. All right, everybody. So we are talking with Mallory Schlabach. Did I do that right? Not at all. That's okay. How is it pronounced? (laughs) (laughs) It's pronounced Slabah.
2: Nobody gets it right. Oh
0: my God. Not even close. No,
2: (laughs) just pretend the CHs are
0: silent. Okay, so we are talking to Mallory Sleba. That's much Perfect. more uh, Perfect. fancy, schmancy. Not really.
2: It's an Amish. My husband's family is Amish. So.
0: But see, I would expect them to like really embrace the Germanic background in it that really and be like, schlabach.
2: His sister pronounces it more like that. We pronounce it different than his sister even. So
0: Sleba. Sleba. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Yes. So Mallory Sleba <laughs> helps kick-ass moms who feel overwhelmed with hashtag all the things they're juggling between life, work, and motherhood find a balance that allows them to love their life, get shiz done, and be intentional with their family time by first tackling time. When not working with the coolest moms in the world, she's chasing around her four adorable crazies, seven, five, four, and two. And the thought of that just put me in like a catatonic state. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, She loves singing karaoke with her husband in North Carolina, just down the road from me, even though Aubrey keeps trying to convince me that I live in North Carolina.
1: (laughs) (laughs) but After I read her bio, I was like, Oh, I am totally popping in and saying, but my co-host lives in South Carolina
0: (laughs) and I know this. (laughs) Yes. So how are you besides being a little bit sick today? good I'm good
2: other than being you know it's just a typical there's always someone sick at our house so we had the stomach bug on mother's day thankfully oh. that only spread through half of us so no it's just oh.
1: something you
2: That's were lucky consistent.
1: yes the stomach bug has been here too and it's just it's miserable the worst it and is. I'm 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 not a nurse The a <laughs> no. mom but I don't enjoy cleaning puke
0: so <laughs> no. um
1: If anyone does.
0: um, Well, nurses at least get paid for it. (laughs) Yeah. Nurses,
1: like, people who are, who do it, that get paid for it. I'm just like. Poor Emma's puking, and I'm at the back of the door, like <laughs> yeah. throwing went, her a towel. Right, yeah, Break your mouth when you're done. I'll see you on the. Couch. Yes, <laughs> yes. Brush your teeth and then come out.
0: Yeah. You know, I have like this most massive gag reflex, right? I know. I do and, too. And, well, it went away for a while when my children were infants. I think that's God's way of of allowing us to handle small children because they're yes. constantly Gross. pushing something mm-hmm. nasty out of their. Orifices, <laughs> and <laughs> yes, yes. And So for a while, I was able to ha- to handle it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm Superwoman! I can do these things. I can deal with snot and poop and puke." And but it went away. Now that my kids are a little bit bigger, and we're not constantly like, having stuff all over the place, every time they like, I'm like, "Yeah, Ugh.
1: I think it really. It went away when she turned six. Like mm. that was the they're not a baby anymore, and." Mm -hmm. food is definitely whole coming out
0: and And the smell okay Okay, let's change anyway So, okay, how long have you been doing your business, and what, in the name of God, possessed you to launch your own business with four children in that age range? I know, I know. (laughs) Um, So
2: I just opened my business last August-ish, as far as, like, I actually told people I was doing something. Uh Um, I probably actually technically had to open longer, but I was so afraid to tell people that I was doing this that I just pretended, you know, like, I think, I don't know if I'm the only one that does that, like, no, not a real business yet, so I'm not Not gonna tell anybody, so, um, yeah, so I've been doing it since August, and I think it was, like, a whole, um, so I'm only, so I I turned 30, gosh, hold on, I'll be 32 this year, so the year I turned 30, I'm a baby, (laughs) lots of babies, (laughs) but when I turned 30, I don't know, I felt like I just, like, woke up one day, and I was, like, hmm, I don't think I'm living life to the fullest. I think I need to like 10 X everything. And so I really took a look at like, what was I doing and what did I want to change? And so I like, I had this like serendipity meeting with some random stranger at a conference. I was at my, 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 my job, like my real job that I would doing. I've done marketing for my parents' business last decade. And so I was traveling with him. I go over with my dad for business stuff. And I met this guy who was telling me all about being a life coach and Holly was like the president of the International Coaching Federation. And I was like, wow, what the heck is a coach? Like <laughs> I'm not sports. I don't do anything athletic. I need to help people change their life. And I was like floored by that. And so I like literally went home and Googled how to become a life coach. What the heck is a life coach? Mm-hmm. And there was a program that opened in Charlotte it had opened. It's going to open in two weeks. This was like a Thanksgiving it opened on December fourth. I signed up right then and there. I was like, "Hey, by the way, honey, I just I'm becoming a life coach." And so <laughs> that kind of like was my whole transition. Like, I, I really don't always think things through, which is not like a terrible thing, but it's also not a great thing. But I just kind of jump feet first and then figure it out as I go. And so I was like,
0: "You're an excellent company here." I'm becoming yes, a life coach.
2: Us. So let's do it. Let's do <laughs> let's it. Do it. That's, that's why. Like, it wasn't like I should wait until my kids are older because I was like, it's not going to be. I'm going to be bored out of my mind and like stabbing myself with forks if I wait to do something. Like I've known that's like a pattern in my life. Like if I ever wait, then I regret it. So,
1: why not just jump in?
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> I think right now our motto is kind of fake it till you make it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes. And just get out there and do it. But I'm looking at your website right now and how the hell do you have four kids because you <laughs> you are like there's no way four kids came out of your body you're so
2: tiny <laughs> they're, all, they're all really <laughs> tiny so my youngest is almost two and a half and he is wearing size zero to three months shorts right now
0: oh my gosh they're,
2: they're tiny I am I'm only five foot as you can see in my picture I'm really <laughs> short and my oldest is eight and she like just comes above my waist they're, we're tiny people
0: wow well, you're lucky. I hear some, not so many. I don't know where I come up with these stats, but it always cracks. It cracks <laughs> there Alexa, stats, like, so they like come out of nowhere. So many people that I know that are five feet and weigh eighty five pounds and have ten pound babies. I've heard of this maybe once or twice, but <laughs> wow. and why did God do that to you? I know. What did you do to deserve that? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Wow. Well, well, tell us about your business then. What you do?
2: So I work with moms. I think it kind of has evolved. Like I just started out like I knew I wanted to do something with moms because I love moms and that's who I, who I hang out with all the time. Um, but then uh, I really found that my niche was everyone was like, what the heck? Like how do you do all the things with all these tiny children running around you all the time? And so I realized that maybe I had something going here. Like it wasn't – I thought everyone was more organized and like a time-crazy person. And you so
0: listen I listen really, to our podcast? <laughs>
2: when you live in a bubble, like, when you just, so true, like, I have had it, like, beat into my head, like, the things you want to help people with are the most obvious things that you Uh think nobody needs help with, and that Uh was, like, true, like, I was, like, no, like, this is so dumb, I should, like, help someone with, like, changing diapers, I'm so good at it, but, um, (laughs) but that was, so I just started, like, helping women who were, like, I can't do it, and I was, like, oh, well, you just need a couple tweaks, and so once I realized it was, like, a time problem every single time, they were always, like, I don't have enough time. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You're just trying to do too many things at once or you're too worried about doing the right thing that you're not doing anything. So once I found like there's a magic formula for people, it was just like, okay, let's just talk it out. What do you want to do? What are you doing? And let's fill in that gap there.
0: And how do you do that? Because we could, we could, we could really use your help. So (laughs) (laughs) tell us the magic formula, please.
2: So so the magic formula is, I think it came as like an aha moment. Um, Actually, when I was going through my whole coaching training, I realized like, this is what was missing was someone asked me like, because you do so much stuff when you're getting like certified as a coach and you have all this homework. And I was like, why did I do this? Like, why did I sign up for this? And they're like, well, what do you want to be doing? And I listed out like the top things I wanted to be doing. And she's like, well, how are you, what are you doing instead? And I was like, holy cow. I never realized that I am totally doing the opposite of what I want to be doing with my time. Like I just assume, you just assume you're doing the right things cause you're, that's how you spend your time. And so uh, when I took a look at those things written out side by side, I was like, that's the missing thing. You know, it's realizing you need to figure out why your number five is down here. That's, you want it to be number one. And how do you slowly make these tweaks? to move things back into alignment because once you just set your main priorities, everything else falls into place. You suddenly have time for everything else that you want. So that's the first step is just figuring out where are you out of sync because that's where all that pressure comes and the feeling that you suck with time and that you never have enough time mm-hmm. or all that things it's that because you're out of balance there.
0: Can I tell you the perfect example? Okay. So I am really trying hard to, um, to grow my business. I have some life changes going on right now and I am, I have to have a full-time income or I'm going to go work for somebody else again. And that's just not an option. It's just never going to be an option again. Never, never. I'm telling you that. Okay. So I'm spending like Hours throughout my week, going through all my kids' stuff and finding what I can sell for three, five, seven dollars here and there, or take to the consignment store, or blah, blah, blah. And I just finally, the other day, I was like, Why are you doing this? If you had invested that same three, seven hours, however many, in like doing your funnel that you've been putting off for two years <laughs> right. or, uh, I don't know, reaching out to potential clients or doing anything that the amount of difference in, in income is gargantuous. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. like, but how do I, how do I take those tiny steps to get myself out of the mind frame that getting $25 cash every week for the things that I'm trying to sell out of my home is more beneficial to me than building my business.
2: Probably I would say it sounds like what you're putting up blocks because there's a little bit of fear of actually jumping in and taking it full time. Ooh. Right. And so it's like an internal thing in your head. You're like, you're pushed, you, you really want to do it, but like really your brain is going like back it up. No, no, no. Let me wait. Let me just hang out over here in these children's clothing for a little bit longer <laughs> Cause then eventually my business is just going to blow up while I take this to goodwill. Like that, like, that's like what our brain does to us. It like mm-hmm. constantly what makes us feel, feel really safe <laughs> and, and warm and fuzzy. Um, and so it's going to be for you, it's going to be looking at, okay, this could be as simple as what are the pros and the cons of not building my business versus building my business mm-hmm. and then taking it and turning it into actual realistic things. Like, what is it actually going to affect you? And so just like, well, I'm going to have to work for somebody else. No, like Write down like who you might actually have to work for and what mm. your life would look like if you, ha- if you choose not to grow it versus, okay, what happens if I just sell all these things? Like, How far is that going to actually get me? And that'll help give your brain just enough juice to kind of take that next leap into the next step for you.
0: That's, oh my God, you are way.
1: amazing.
0: Yeah. There. yeah, that's a really good way to think about it. I'm sorry, Wait. I just interrupted you, Aubrey, after I've been telling no. you about how you need to speak. you need well, to jump
1: in, jump in. Um, <laughs> well, your questions, it was in the same line. Um, so I am set up to be a bender at the Dallas market at the end of June. Yay, and I comfort I, I, kits. I, yes, comfort kits. They they suck. Um, fairly prepared, <laughs> except I keep putting off making my catalog, which is something mm. a person who's selling something needs, but I'm just like, I don't want to get on the computer. I don't want to do, I don't want to do it. Like I'm just like, but I, I kind of know that I have leadway. Like I'm like, well, I'll just print it out myself if I have to, you know, the night before I'll be printing out a thousand copies and binding stuff together. But I constantly do that to myself. And every time I'm like, why are you doing this why do you wait till the last minute you know eat the frog or oh, yeah. whatever that yeah. saying it you know right.
2: I still don't understand that but yes <laughs> yeah
1: I, don't I know and some people actually <laughs> eat frogs I mean I'm from Texas so um,
0: yeah they do I've There's eaten some... frogs before oh, right. frog yeah, legs. the full frog just the frog legs the, like the legs you
1: know,
2: yeah.
0: yeah only in France though uh, uh, only in France oh no
2: they're probably way better in France they
0: are way better in France yeah. they know how yeah. to do it Nails no. too. Ate some no. good uh, ass snails last um, time I was in No, France. no, no, no. I'm sorry. I gross. like snails. That is gross. Just, um, I actually, I thought it would be gross too, but enough garlic butter can make anything true. good. <laughs> okay. okay anyway, so anyway, good. anyway, anyway, we done yeah. yes.
1: So yeah, <laughs> I pro I procrastinate major things, like big things. And- and by, I'll just go like, I'm going to go clean out behind my refrigerator instead of <laughs> instead of just going upstairs, going to my office and making this catalog.
0: Today yeah, I feel like
2: procrastination so like, falls across the board. Like that's everyone's like number one thing. Like we think that we're just not good with time. And instead it's just that mental block of, well, if I just delay it long enough, something else will change. So either it'll be super awesome or I will have to do it and it's going to be super awesome because I work better under a deadline. You know, like we think we can like rationalize in our brains. Is that what you're telling yourself? Like it's going to be so awesome because I'm going to print it myself.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know at this point what I'm telling myself. (laughs) And then Aubrey, you are just procrastinating once again. And, you know, I keep that. I don't really know the whole quote, but whatever um, success is where preparation and, Something else meets, or oh, you know, uh, yeah, that I whole well, I'm like, if you're not prepared, you're not gonna be successful. Like, you have to woman up and make that catalog, but now I'm right. just like, um, I think the grout in my bathroom needs like bleaching, so I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> well, if you so know, it's you, that matter,
2: go go no, you go ahead. Well, I was gonna ask you, do you feel like it's something like that it's just not a fun, like? For me, I measure a lot of stuff based on how fun it's going to be. Yes. And Mm -hmm. if it's not super fun, then I just put it off until, like, it's a pile growing on my desk of, like, things to do.
1: I have no patience. I know that's the one thing. (laughs) (laughs) So if I have to sit down on the computer and, like, make this, get some graphics and put it in, if it doesn't drag and drop the first time, I'm like, click, 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 click. Yeah. And then the computer freezes up, and then I'm just like, I hate this.
2: (laughs) So have you heard of the five second rule before? Uh,
1: don't eat Other it. than if picking it, after it up five floor and <laughs> eating no. it. No. Uh, uh, it has nothing to do with eating. So, no.
2: Um, my husband actually heard this on a podcast a while ago, and he's always like, huh, have you ever heard this? And we started doing this thing. Like this sounds, I promise I like do hygiene well, but I, <laughs> I just get really lazy and don't want to brush my teeth sometimes at night, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. well, if you could just start for five seconds and brush your teeth, then that would be mm-hmm. enough, Right. So it's the whole idea of, I was like, okay, well, sure. Well, obviously, if I'm going to brush for five seconds, I'm going to brush for the whole two minutes or however long my toothbrush Mm -hmm. goes until it does a whole weird vibrating thing, right? So it's that whole same principle, like, with anything. Like, if you give yourself five seconds to start, so you can be like, okay, I'm going to, like, hate this for, like, five seconds, and you count down five, four, three, two, one, go. That actually triggers your brain, like it doesn't know what to do when it gets to go other than to go. Like if you counted one, two, three, four, five, it doesn't work. Cause you could just count to a billion and pause. But for some reason you can trick your brain. If you count backwards and automatically just has to go into action. And so it's a way to kind of get over the procrastination because if you've thought about anything that you've been like, Hey, I should do that. If you didn't start doing it in five seconds, you probably talked yourself out of it in some shape or form like getting out of bed. I hit my snooze within five seconds. I'm not getting out of bed. Right. But if I have it where it says five, four, three, two, one, get out of bed, then I just I'm like, shoot, I got to get out of bed. It just told me that so <laughs> literally it will get out of bed because it tells me like, get out of bed. Um, so you can use that. Like, it sounds silly, but like, it's really your brain seriously is like a massive, like amazingness. I have used really fancy words, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> Amazing so is
0: my word. Too.
2: This. Yeah, <laughs> like it just, it's, it just fascinates me that you can literally trick your brain into kind of getting over that procrastination thing. And so it kind of becomes second like nature. You're going to start hearing your countdown, five, four, three, two, one, anytime you don't want to do something. It's the same way if you're afraid, like if you're in a fear situation or if you need to have like an emotional thing and then be a big girl, like you can count down, you can enjoy, you can like cry for five seconds, you can scream for five seconds, you can do whatever you need to do. And then your body's like, all right, let's go do this. I'm going to be a big girl, pull my panties up and get going. That has been super and for helping me because I am a queen of procrastinating as well it's like the dumb little tiny things like canva's not going to save my thing it said oh if you haven't changed it in 30 seconds save it well it just <laughs> wiped out the whole thing i'm done no no graphics today i have the yeah. same exact thing it's like you get so frustrated you just write everything off when you're when you're procrastinating
0: wow well you know i, I think, think that Uh, And this is just something that I've noticed of myself more recently, too, is that same type of thing um, as Aubrey's describing. If there's a task that I know that needs to get done, let's talk about uh, writing a blog post, for example. So, I, it sounds easy to just think, okay, I'm going to write and publish a blog post, but then you're like, okay, I got to make sure that I have an image that goes with it. It's got to be linked back to this other relevant um, thing. I need to make sure there's a call to action at the end. There's got to be this, 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 and this, and oh crap, my call to action. I haven't set that up in my whatever. So, and it's never just that one thing, Right. this whole list of things that actually have to be done to do that one little thing. So what I've started doing that has helped me with this, and I think the counting down will help me too, but I've started creating a checklist for each of those things. Yes. Because for me, it is so gratifying to check something off. Yes. So I can say, created the image, check, wrote the Mm -hmm. content, check. Have the thing. Do you
2: do it on paper or do you do it like digital? I do it in Trello. (laughs) Okay. I was going to say, because I, yeah, I'm releasing a Trello training for that same thing. Like when I work with my clients and I set them up on Trello, it's like, you need to have a process or you don't know what you're doing. You're never Mm going to do it the same way twice unless you can literally check off and go. And what, like, as you're probably realizing with your checklist, like it suddenly takes all of that stress and pressure off because you don't have to remember to do all the things. You just have to do the one and then be like, okay, now I'm going to do this one. You don't even have to have it in order. Although I recommend you put it in the order you want to do it, but you don't (laughs) even have to, as long as you have it written and out of your head, your brain stops going on the open loop of like freaking out over all the things and it Great. just focuses on whatever you want it to focus on. So Great.
0: excellent. And maybe with your brochure, you could do something similar where you say, okay, I have to have all these graphics. Just stop thinking about the brochure as one big yeah. thing. Think, Okay. Today I'm going to do the graphics, create mm-hmm. the graphics or whatever. I don't know. Mallory could tell yeah. you. Like, it,
1: no, it. Break it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think that's what I need to do is break it down into not the whole catalog at once like I don't have to sit down and do this all at once
2: and there is no shame in bribing yourself to do things let <laughs> me just tell you I do a lot of things for tacos tacos crazy <laughs> taco shop behind my house so I'm like if I get my work done by 11:45, when I have to go pick up all the crazies from preschool I'm gonna call in to go for tacos on taco Tuesday every taco <laughs> Tuesday I do this <laughs> and I'm going to go get my tacos and my cherry Coke because I got all my work done. And if I didn't, I'm like, dang it, I have to have a shake and be healthy. So I mm-hmm. am super motivated by like little stuff like that. Or I'm going to go and sneak out and read a book or listen to a book on Audible while they're napping instead of doing all the things on my list because I earned it. Typing. You should right. totally reward yourself. With
1: well, and I'm you. totally uh, motivated by money. And oh, the end yeah, game yeah. would be, you know, to make money. So I keep thinking you're not going to get rewarded with money if it's not out there. So I really just need to, like, get a tattoo of a dollar sign on my wrist or something. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we have to do that.
0: Constant reminder. Money, money, money. Yeah.
1: Like, you will not um, have this house if you don't make some
0: money. <laughs> so what's the name of the book that Tanya Um I, I'm assuming she sent it to everybody yes. In the program. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was like, I don't want to say something. If she did something special for me, <laughs> yeah. so I'm, I'm she said I'm money. her favorite, <laughs> but not know. to tell anybody. By, uh, it's by Jen, Jen, somebody. Sincero. Sincero. Yes. Okay. So yes. I'm horrible at names. I, I should, I should be the book person since that's my job, but I'm horrible. Anyway, I'm a badass at making money and now I have sidetracked myself so badly. Oh, the meditate, not the meditation, the affirmations. Um, one of the things that she talks about in this book that I think it would like really resonated with me and would resonate with you too, is that she talks about, and her story is so similar to mine. She started off as a copywriter, bar- barely making any money at all. And then now she's making a whole lot of money from all these changes that she made. But she said yeah. the first thing she did was change her money mindset. And she started telling herself... I like money and money likes me because there's yes. nothing wrong with, with making money. You can do some right. good things with money, right. you know, so. And we put such a that. stigma on it. Yes. I wake it's up crazy. every morning now. And the first thing I say in my bed, if I remember, otherwise it's a few minutes later when I'm actually awake, I like money and money likes me. And that's my new, <laughs> like, I'm going to get me some money because I can <laughs> 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 <gonna
1: get it. laughs> well, I have to be able to feed my
0: children. Yes, so money is no, important.
1: it is so important. But because, important.
0: yeah, um, so time management. You actually brought up something really relevant to I think a lot of people who listen, and that is the balancing when we don't have a full eight to five window to do work. And I think one of the things that I've realized is that. I need far more than six hours a day to get what I need to do done because it's not just doing my work; it's also all of the business stuff that comes along with doing right. work. You know, um, and you just mentioned you have to leave at eleven forty-five to go get your kids, so you get like what three hours a day to do your work? Maybe? Yeah. So I
2: haven't really parceled up because I like I wanted to feel like I don't want to miss stuff. Like yeah. that's not why I started a business, right? Like I want to make sure I'm there for the important stuff, but if I'm not doing something that like fills me up as well, besides being a mom, being a mom is totally awesome. But I know in my mind, like I cannot stay home all the time. I just, that's not like how I'm wired. And so for me, it's like, how do I make the most out of where, wherever I'm at? Like, how do I be present wherever you are? Be there. It's like a shirt at target or something right now. It's totally awesome. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. So if you have to like work in pocket, so yeah, I work, um, I send the middle ones, I call them the middles. they go to preschool every day from nine until noon And then the baby, he goes to preschool two days, and then my mom keeps him two days. And then there's one day I don't don't work at all because I have him with me all day. And so it's figuring out, like, I literally have a Trello board. It's called my ideal schedule. And I write out all the things I need to do as a boss like revenue task and content creation and personal development and like admin crappy stuff. Like everything is like color coded and then I kind of fit it into the schedule so I can see that I always have time to get the things done that I want. Cause I always, you know, if I am like, well, today I want to work on this and this, I will spend the entire day working on that first thing because you're, you know, you're, you fill whatever space you give it, like whatever you're doing, you're going to fill that entire space. And so for me, like, as long as I know, that I have plugged in a thing, whatever important for me in my business, I have plugged it in somewhere in my week. It's going to get done. It takes all the pressure off of having to do all the things all the time because I already know like I can give hundred percent focus to this because I know Tuesday night after the kids are in bed, I'm going to start working on this type of thing. So that's helped with like pocket work because then I'm like, I only have this morning, this morning, this morning to do my most important stuff. So I'm going to throw all my revenue tasks into that thing. And the things that I can do when they're around, you know, you, it's like a priority system. Like when my kids are napping and sometimes watching Netflix. Um, you know, this is when I can do coffee chats and this is when I connect with people and check emails and stuff that's not like a hundred percent focus. Right. So for anybody who does not have this luxury of because it really is luxury, it's awesome when you can have a whole lot of time that's uninterrupted mm-hmm. is do your best things first that require your most important focus. And then everything else gets a lot easier because one you're gonna be fired up over the things you can do. And then figuring out, like I said, what you need, have to get done and fitting it into your schedule. So like Alexa, if you know you need more than the six hours when they're at school, presumably to get everything done, like what are your most important things to do? Knock those out when they're gone. And then what can you do to fill in little slots? Because we assume that it's going to take hours and hours to get things done. Right. But you can get a whole lot done in like 30 minutes, 15 minutes, even little pockets Car line, I get a lot of stuff done. Even it's just like done, like checking email. Mm -hmm. I can waste a whole hour checking email in my office, right? But if I have to sit in car line and do it in fifteen minutes before I move up with a little stop sign, Mm -hmm. then I'm way more productive and be like, check, 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 check. Like I don't need to talk to you today. I don't need to talk to you today. Yeah, so that would be helpful for like figuring out what your pockets are. It's like priorities and then assigning a slot for everything.
0: I love that pocket planning.
2: Yes,
1: I tell a lot of people. I mean, I seriously get the most productive work done. In the car line at school. And if I know I have something, I will leave a little bit early to sit in that line just a little bit longer. But I don't know, some about the car and being trapped in this little spot and you can't leave and there's no distractions. There's no distractions. Like yeah. I really I I enjoy that time and my kids are about to get out of school and I'm like, may I may just drive up to the school every day at three o'clock, <laughs> sit there in the parking lot. Uh,
0: yeah. Just to get oh some God, work done. Out after <laughs> I know. I'm out school for something. <laughs> That's like, crazy. Aubrey here again. <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh, you have a free 20 minute time assessment. Tell us about that and how people use it.
2: So usually people use it, um, like when someone says, like, I don't have enough time for something, they always have something in the back of their mind that they want to be doing, but they're not doing. And so we always start there. It's like looking at, okay, what do we need to be fitting into your schedule? And what do we need to either be pulling out or taking some of that time away? And so it's really simple. It's just talking through what you want to be doing, what you aren't doing, kind of like that priorities I was talking about at the very beginning. It's listening to see where you're out of alignment and helping you figure out a way to plot it back in. So it's really conversational. Um, A lot of people are like, I'm not a planner, so this isn't going to work for me. But really, I'm just listening and taking notes. And at the end, we'll be like, all right, here's your solutions. This is what you just talked yourself through. Because I have a lot of solutions, obviously, but like whatever I tell you is not necessarily what's going to fit for your life. It just sometimes helps to talk it out loud and to realize, oh my gosh, like I never realized that at lunchtime while they're eating, I have a whole 30 minutes where they're like throwing food, but I could get something done. Like it's crazy things. Like People have all these aha's when they talk it out loud.
0: So just to clarify, this free twenty-minute assessment that you do—this is a, a, ta- a face-to-face or phone, phone or whatever—where they tell you stuff and you write it down and give them. Oh, see, this is my kind of thing. Yeah, I don't want to have to sit down with a piece of paper and a pencil and figure it out myself. But I love that that method. Yeah.
2: Right? No, it's really overwhelming because that's if you knew how to do it, you would have done it yourself, right? You would have written yeah, out yeah. a schedule if it like came to you, obviously. So it's helpful to just talk it out because then I can be like, oh, well, you just said that you have this free time and you have nothing going on or you're way too busy in the morning to do this kind of work. Like, let's free up some of that something else and put that else somewhere else. And that, it's really a mental thing. It's figuring out where does my brain work best and when is it overloaded? Because mm-hmm. if you're always overloaded, then you're always going to feel like you suck.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. This is kind of crazy too. Like all my peeps are on the East coast and I'm time. so like starting like at six in the morning, like people are starting to message me, like mm-hmm. my VA and I'm like, I need to get out of bed because she <laughs> needs this. And it's, you know, six o'clock my time, but it helps me to get up earlier because they're already up starting their day. Right. And I'm like, you know, I wish I had somebody, you know, two hours ahead of me to say, get up and go work out. <laughs> I need <laughs> right. to find somebody, you yeah. <laughs> know, so it's kind of crazy though those little things that like the counting backwards that makes sense now because if she's texting me hey did you upload this and I'm like no I didn't but I will get up and go do it the counting backwards like if it says five four three two one get up okay I'll get up right right
2: it's just because your brain is used to that language it wants to go it wants to do stuff and so that like it's like a trigger word for you. It's like the little ringing the bell, the Pavlov's. Yeah, right. right. right? Yeah, like the word "go" or "let's go." Like you, you want to do. You want to please. We're like natural people pleasers, and so yeah. our brain tells us to go. We want to go do it. Mm-hmm. So let's tell our brain. Let's have our brain tell us more things.
0: Like go make money, Alexa. Go make
1: money. Uh, get some money.
0: Oh goodness! Oh no! That reminds me of Donald Trump when I sing that.
1: Yeah. The Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> you probably. I used to watch that.
0: Oh, so did I. Back when I thought he was real fun to watch on TV as an entertainer. That's right. That's Sorry. right. Sorry to all of Shingles. our uh, conservative uh listeners. Republican friends. <laughs> you can love him. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: America's great for.
0: That's what America is fabulous for. That's right. Oh my gosh. So, um, well, what else you got for us?
2: Um, Well, if anybody wants to just get general tips and advice, I have a Facebook group where I have, um, the most awesome people come in and guest speak on Thursdays about their thing. So I have, it's just, it's fun. I like, I'm a community person. Mm -hmm. So my whole group is about being a safe place, a resource for how the heck you do hashtag all the things. I love typing that so much. So I have to say it like out loud too. Um, but like anything from like, cause it's not just a struggle. Like as a business owner, you're looking at your life as like a wheel, right? And your business is really one tiny little section. So if you feel out of whack, it's not cause you're like a workaholic. Usually it's usually cause everything else is a little bit skewed. And so I have people come in and talk about like, how do you find balance with fitness and nutrition and um, there's a lot of direct sales mamas out there doing a side hustle thing. Like yeah. how do you turn it into a full-time gig or how do you do it without alienating all your friends or <laughs> how do you this month? Tanya's coming to talk about money mindset? Cause that's huge. Like yeah. we sabotage ourselves all the time. So, um, yeah, so I have a group, it's called the dream chaser society. We are awesome, it. awesome mamas and it's, it's super fun. That's where I spend most of my time.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Yes. Really thank you. Us.
1: It was i Going to go. I will let you know when that catalog gets printed, and if I <laughs> yes. if I message you June twenty first, the show starts June twenty second. I'll be counting. I'll be counting down on that. <laughs> next. I'll say five, four, three, two, one. You've got ten hours. <laughs> you've got to go.
0: Yes. Uh, l- let's make a new goal of having it we, done by June fifteenth. Yes. Go.
1: That is actually my June fifteenth is my on oh, my cholo board my official my due date. date but you know i'm when i'm a rebel like that like i'm gonna put it out till the 16th though because that trello board's not gonna grab at me
0: <laughs> oh my goodness well i'm a total procrastinator too so i just had to have my editor give me a hard due date for, oh! my, for my book i so. was gonna talk to you about <laughs> that i was like
1: holy crap alexa what when did this happen you better write some words girlfriend <laughs>
0: Sometimes that's all you need is an extra seat in the pants. I mean, the entire yeah. book is totally written in my head. Yeah. But that's not going to sell copies. <laughs> Unless I just skip right to the Audible version. There you go. There you go. There that's you, go. you should totally try that out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not thinking that would do so well. But <laughs> yeah. Oh well, this has been fun, Mallory. I'm glad well, to have thank you. Thank you. Yes, I've
2: enjoyed
1: it. All right. Yes. Well, have a good day. Thank you. Thanks. Nice to meet you. bye